another episode of Let's Be Real. I'm your host, Joe Mambu. Today is a solo dolo episode because it's it's 91 degrees outside, uh, so it's fairly nice. And uh, it's also Father's Day, so this episode is going to be relatively kind of short today. Um, so the rest of the guys is out doing stuff, so it's just me. So if you hear a little, uh, little humming noise, it's because it's way too hot. Um, so we have the AC on as well. Um, if you hear a kid in the background, it is my daughter um, because it is Father's Day. So I have to have responsibilities. And she's here today with my girlfriend, Talise. And, um, you know, she, so you, you're going to hear some cooing and kind and slinkies and playing with card doors and stuff like that. But um, I want to welcome everyone to uh, episode 49. We're almost at a milestone episode. How's it going? How's it going, everyone? Um, so this episode is all about the NBA offseason. Um, we're going to be discussing the the uh, plethora of uh, trades that may happen. Well, I'm going to be discussing because I'm the only one here, but I'm going to be discussing the trades that might be happening, uh, the free agent movements, and the blunder that Bob Myers said uh, during the parade, during the Warriors parade regarding Kevin Durant and his contract status um we all know uh kevin durant has a player option uh he can opt out obviously he's you know he's said numerous amount of times that he wants to return to the warriors uh which is understandable uh it's a pretty good team he's a two-time nba champion two-time finals mvp um so you know he kind of wants that he kind of wants to uh keep that going it makes sense as a player uh, to do so um but let's get in before I get into that. I just want to touch a little bit base on um, this. Uh, not Kevin Durant, this uh, Kawhi Leonard situation in San Antonio. So what I'm what I'm getting is that Kawhi wants to leave San Antonio, which is a little bit weird to me because he's, a, you know, it's San Antonio has been like a model franchise when it comes to dealing with uh just just talent you know just talent management and i know greg popovich uh being there for so many years has a uh contributed to that as well as players david robinson and um <laughs> david robinson excuse me for that david robinson and um tim duncan manu ginobili and tony parker um the thing i'm looking at um as we all know um Leonard is suffering from a quadricep injury. He's, he, I don't think he's suffering from now, but during the season, he was uh, he was nursing back a uh, quadricep injury that he sustained um, during the season. Oh, well, I, I think prior to the, the beginning of the season, um, I'll tell you the truth, I think it kind of all started with the Zaza Pachulia incident <clears throat> about two seasons ago or season last season, before, prior to last season two seasons ago in the playoffs. Um, so ever since then, Kawhi's been just dealing with a, a myriad of injuries that has limited him to basically a handful of games this season for the San Antonio Spurs. Now we all know uh, Kawhi has an option um, where he can uh, make a hundred, well, this is the thing, Kawhi has a, a player option, I believe, and what's going on with that is is that obviously 
San Antonio wants to sign him back. He's definitely top two players in the league when healthy. Top three, we can argue LeBron and KD. Uh, and we could put Kawhi at number three. I, I would put Kawhi at number three. Um, so the thing is, is that due to this injury and due to just, you know, he has new management. His, his uncle is managing him now. Um, Kawhi kind of, he, he, you know, he requested a trade. He kind of. He's kind of asked the San Antonio Spurs to, to, to give him a trade outside of uh, outside of San Antonio. I guess he's a little bit tired of the river war. Um, but um, his first destination, you know, I'm, I'm a huge Laker fan. So this is like great for me is uh, and plus he's also a California native to, to play for the Lakers. Uh, his, his second choice has been the New York Knicks. He has shown interest in the New York Knicks, which, which is surprising because not only him has uh, shown interest in the Knicks, also Kyrie Irving. Uh, Kyrie Irving has an, an extension that, you know, Boston is going to offer him. Um, and we're going to see whether or not he signs that. Now, Kyrie has said that he's not going to sign th that extension. And I think uh, that's mostly due to the fact that this guy's like Kyle Lowry, John Wall. You know, this, there's a few point guards that, you know, aren't NBA champions. That's making a lot more money than um, than um, Kyrie Irving. So he wants to he want he wants max money and a signing extension. You won't get the opportunity to get all the money you want. And you kind of got to hold your cards close to your vest because you are NBA champion. You did hit the biggest shot in Cleveland. So you kind of you, you want some money. You're definitely part of a championship nu nucleus. But um, back to Kawhi uh, Leonard, um, the injury that Kawhi has sustained is this is the same injury that uh, uh, Tony Parker has uh, sustained as well, who, who played for, as you know, the Spurs this season and like the Spurs, like the, you know, Manu and Tony, you know, they had this talk with Kawhi just saying, hey, man, you know, where you really at? What's going on with you? You know, and they have the thing is with uh, the Spurs organization, they had uh, someone to gauge Kawhi's injury off of because Tony Parker has sustained the same injury. And Tony Parker is about, you know, 10 years older than Kawhi Leonard. So this is the thing. I look at it like this. Kawhi wants to play it safe. Either Kawhi was using it as an excuse to leave San Antonio. He got tired of it. Or, or, or you know, he, he, he was really injured. And that was, the, that was the little friction between the Spurs doctors and the second opinion that Kawhi went out and got with his management team. Things like that where, you know, they were saying, Kawhi's uh, camp was saying, hey, not really injured, not fully healed. And Kawhi wants to come back healed where the Spurs were saying, hey, man, you're ready to go. You're good. Um, you know, you could play the rest of the season. So the, there was a distrust between um, the Spurs and Kawhi, which is weird. I, you know, I, honest, I honestly think Pop is a stand up guy, but Pop threw a few shots this season, uh, kind of just like not not saying what, you know, the injury um just like he he not pr pretending not to know the the when Kawhi would come back or you know the the injury status of of Kawhi and what what's really hurt or not and um that was just one of the things it was just like 
you know, there's that that friction, that gap in between where Kawhi uh, doctors feel like he isn't ready and the Spurs doctors saying otherwise. So, you know, I think, I, I think, you know, the reason why that's the main reason why Kawhi wants to leave is just it's just the trust isn't there anymore. I know Pop is a stand-up guy, but we never know what goes behind closed doors. So, Kawhi going to L.A. would be a good thing. I think it. Would, I would think it would be nice. I mean, the Spurs organization has been a model franchise for 20 years, so everything runs its course. But I think Kawhi going to um, to the Lakers is a good thing. I'm a little biased because I'm a Lakers fan, so you know it's that too. But uh, I would love to see the claw and the, and the purple and gold armor um, as well. Um, it was noted it, it was noted during the season right before the trade deadline that boston actually put a package together which san antonio declined um but the 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 thing i'm looking at if i'm boston i'm you almost made it to the the finals last year this season right you almost made it to the finals this season took it took the Cavs to game seven uh without Kyrie or without uh, Gordon Hayward. Now, those two guys come back. My thing is now, do you gut that team, that chemistry to put Kawhi? Now, I know Kawhi is a top three player, but you got to remember, he's coming from from that injury, so you don't know what you're really getting. You have to do kind of like an extended physical on Kawhi Leonard. And even that, the the grind of the regular season may may make his injury reoccur. So, with that, you know, you 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 got Jason Statham, who who's who's this postseason has proven to be like a viable uh, future superstar. You have Jalen Brown, who those guys are cool. Jalen Brown is, you know, he already came in with the NBA body, and he's look, you know, he looked great. He played great, you know what I mean? You know, Marcus Morris, Aaron Baines. I mean, you kind of wanna, you kind of wanna keep. If I'm Danny Ainge, I kind of wanna keep that team together because you got guys who you know five years from now gonna be studs and those other guys like the paul george's the Kawhi leonard lebron james even before the rest of them are going to be under decline and you'll be like the you'll be like the king of the east there's no reason why you guys can't be the king of the east uh for next season right there's no reason you could be the king of the east next season with the t- talent you had you you basically didn't have your two top scorers um and and you were able to to go deep deep in playoffs. So that's something Danny Ainge should look at. I know there's a couple contracts that he has to look at. Marcus Smart, uh, he's gonna want some money. Terry Rozier is gonna want some money. Uh, Kyrie Irving is gonna want some money. So this stuff that right now, Danny Ainge is, is he's intact right now. But you know, a year or two from now, it's gonna be a little bit difficult to manage that. Um, that 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 Celtics captain and going over the luxury tax and things like that. So we don't know where Kawhi's gonna land up. I'm hoping the Lakers, Boston seeming like a viable option. But knowing Popovich, I think he's just gonna stay packed, man. He's just gonna stay packed and try to let Kawhi play this season and see if you could repair that relationship because it would be it would be a little crazy to kind of just trade him just because that's what Boston I mean that's what Cleveland did and look what happened to Cleveland. They you know they was like they were just, you know, clearing house with, with trades at the trade deadline. They thought they had this team at the beginning of the season that was going to be really well. So, you know, you got to you gotta kind of – if I'm if I'm Boston, I'm staying pat. If I'm the Lakers, I'm trying to trade for, for, for Kawhi. 
Um, the only thing I'm not giving up, I asked the Lakers, do not give up Ingram because Ingram is going to be a star. So I wouldn't uh, want to give up Ingram. So um, on to the next thing. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna talking about staying in the West here a little bit. We're gonna look at it's okay, mamas. It's all right. We're gonna look at um, the Warriors situation now. For all who watch the parade, and I know the bandwagon Golden State Warriors watch the parade, right? Um, there was the there was a little there was a little dig that uh, that occurred during the parade, and um, the crazy thing was it, it wasn't about it wasn't really the usual suspects. It wasn't the Dra- It wasn't Draymond Green. It wasn't even Steph Curry. This actually came from management. It came from Bob Myers, where. Uh, Bob Myers uh, originally had told Durant that he can have any contract we want. As we know, Durant last season took a look, t- took a pay cut to give Iguodala and uh, Sean Livingston some uh, some of his dollars, which I don't understand why the uh, the owner never takes up that uh, cost because he's the billionaire. But uh, Durant chose to do a do what he did, and it is what it is. But thinking so at the parade, you're thinking. If I'm Kevin Durant, hey man, this is this is gonna be, uh, you know, I'm about to get the max dollars. I'm a two times Finals MVP. Uh, you know, I'm a two time NBA champion. You know, we beating the Cavs in four and five. And Bob Myers, man, Bob Myers. If I could, if I could look at, look at this, um, let's see where it says. So okay, on Monday, Warriors GM Bob Myers said he's willing to give Durant whatever he wants. It upcoming contract uh renegotiations obviously Durant would just opt out of his um of the money he's supposed to receive to to get sign a long-term deal um so however on tuesday uh during the parade uh, uh bob meyer said something else interviewed on the stage broadcaster bob Fitzgerald asked comments about durant about the whatever he wants and Myers backtracked his statement, just saying that uh, he kind of just did that for TV, uh, you know. And um, he he kind of just did that for TV, and and uh, he can't Durant can't get any contract that he wants. Uh, and then I think when it was time to negotiate Steph Curry's deal, Steph Curry, uh, Bob Myers uh, proceeded to tell Steph. Um, Steph Curry the same thing but then he made a joke saying that you know Steph Steph been here from the go and that he earned it and uh all you could do if you was just sit, or sitting on that uh sitting on that on that podium was just shake your head especially if you're Kevin Durant you kind of have to laugh it off but it was just a it was just a thing it's just a, a notion that showed in the league where it's like the players say it fans say it and um now management is saying now we know how sensitive kevin durant could be when it comes to you know things said about him he can't let it go he has to prove a point things like this blah 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 um bob myers probably probably destroyed the cohesion that's going to be in golden that could have been in golden state for the uh next few years now will durant take another pay cut definitely not not after those comments you know definitely not i think what's gonna happen is that um durant's gonna be asking for all his money because 
listen, I would love for Durant to go somewhere and win another championship and um, prove that he could be the main man on a team that is that doesn't have sure firepower. You know what I mean? He's like he's like the game genie code to any game that you're trying to beat. You know what I mean? Like you're right there, but for some reason you can't beat it, and then you just you know you put the game genie in, blow the cartridge, and go back in. You know what I mean? Um, but I, I think this makes it tough for Bob Myers to negotiate with uh, Kevin Durant, uh, kind of like cutting cutting some of his money to get other players involved. You're going to have to pay Durant everything. Now, there isn't a bunch of changes, obviously, that Golden State has to make for the roster because uh, the, the main ones were covered last year in Sean Livingston and Andre Iguodala. Jordan Bell still on the rookie scale. Um, but Bob Myers made it tough, and uh, he's probably getting yelled at the owner since the parade. And But... Um, I don't think Kevin Durant's going anywhere, but it would be nice to see Durant try to go ahead and win in uh, Washington or even Boston, somewhere else. I mean, listen, he's a, he's a 1A talent, but he doesn't have a 1A personality, and uh, that's what he's been trying to be, especially sliding LeBron, um, talking about. And that goes into the next thing. Uh, Durant made a comment uh, that I just didn't care for. Uh, and this is uh, one of the things I didn't like. Uh, Kevin, he, Kevin Durant said, I know I can play on any court in the world with any player anytime. Now, I look at that statement a little bit crazy because two years ago, you were up 3-1. And we go back to that 3-1 that Durant had on the Golden State Warriors, the team which now he has won two championships and two finals MVP. Um Obviously, you couldn't play with Westbrook. That that was the thing. You could not play with Westbrook. And I get it because Oladipo has, a, has had an outstanding year this season. Westbrook demands the ball. He, 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 he's, a, he's a ball hog. He, you know, he, he wants the ball. I mean, he's a point guard, so he should have the ball most of the time. And obviously, he's the best player on the team. But you couldn't play with him before. So I just find the statement a little crazy to me. That you could play on any court in the world with any player at any time. Now, are you talking about individually? Are you talking about you like mano y mano? Are you talking about team wise? Because to me, it seemed like you left OKC, which I'm not mad at that because you gave eight seasons there. You're supposed to be able to look. Player mobility is a real thing, and players should have the choice to go where wherever they want to go. The thing I don't like is that. Even though with the player mobility, there's a responsibility because you play sports. And the main thing about sports is competition, is being competitive. And what he did, where he went, was not competitive at all. Um, and it, it, so the, the, the comment to me is just, it's just a little hypocritical, Kevin Durant. Um, and then, you know, the next comment uh, was just about the, you know, was was about was like towards LeBron James. Let me see if I could get this comment. Kevin Durant says, "I feel like it's easy to be the best player when you don't have good players around you." Uh, Durant, uh, yeah. So my thing with that comment to me it was just a little crazy. Um, these guys are all NBA players. Now I understand that there's tears to this. There's levels to this. But Rodney Hood was a 15 point scorer in Utah. 
Uh, Jordan Clarkson was giving you numbers on the Lakers. Yes, the Lakers are a bad team, but Jordan Clarkson was promising. George Hill was, was promising, you know, an efficient three-point shooter. These are the guys that LeBron wanted. And LeBron, well, not LeBron had wanted, but Kobe Altman, the GM, has gotten these guys because obviously the Cavaliers needed a youth movement because they felt like the old-timers wasn't going to get it done. The crazy thing to me about that, though, is that the crazy thing to me about that, though, is Kevin Durant now deems these players not good. So it, it just brings up LeBron on this higher plateau because he's averaging so much and Durant is doing it with, with guys uh, who can go out and get points on their own. I get that, but the thing with Golden State, and I'm going to touch on this before I end the show, uh, the, the thing is, you can take a physical step back. As a player, if you know you got a guy who can do amazing things, and Kevin Durant is a guy who can do amazing things, you can take a step back. They can decide, we're going to take a step back. This could be implemented in the strategy by the coach. This can be discussed amongst players. And it has been dis uh, discussed amongst the players. Klay Thompson has taken a step back. Uh, Draymond Green numbers has uh, dipped. Uh, Steph Curry has taken a step back. So I, I just find it a little bit absurd when Durant tries to throw a slight at LeBron James saying that he's so great or his numbers are astronomical because of the bad talent he has in Cleveland. While now, Cleveland doesn't have the talent that Golden State has if Tyron Lue would actually coach the team or they would run a scheme, you know what I mean, or, or, or run some type of offense. These guys could get points. Uh, I did, listen, Larry Nance wasn't used. Jordan Clarkson was barely used. And the thing is, you traded, the Cavaliers traded for these guys because they was younger, and they stuck with J.R. Smith and George Hill. So, on that, I, I, I don't understand. But on that note, I just want to thank everybody for uh, tuning in to another episode of Let's Be Real. Uh, happy Father's Day. Uh, and uh, if you have any questions or comments, uh, anything you want to talk about after the show, hit us up on lbrstalk at gmail.com. I got to do some Father's Day stuff with my family. So uh, I'm out. All right. Peace. Yeah.